Curacast Podcast Emporium. Biff. Pal. Shroom. Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is the wonderful Ryan Lynch. I'm back. Hey, everybody. Woo! So, are you are you ready to talk about this about this person we're going to talk about today? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I failed my cred test last time with Glamour. Let's see yeah, who we yeah. got this time. Yes, the the well known to deep comic book nerds, Glamour. So who are you testing me with now? Okay, well this person you should know because they're definitely like top tier, a level. Everyone knows who they are, even if they're not comic book fans. It's Glorian. Glorian. That's not even like a word. <laughs> I mean, it it is at least a proper noun. I suppose. So it's G L O R I A N. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Good job. Uh what what is Glorian? <laughs> um maybe I'm going to say an alien that traveled with Drax in the seventies. That's that's an issue because he is nothing like that. Right. <laughs> what does he look like? I'm trying to think of the name of this Pokemon. <laughs> I picture like a like a smaller version of PD Piranha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I do like PD Piranha a lot. <laughs> It's an adorable, adorable character. And for anyone um, wondering what Pokemon I'm thinking of, it's one of the fossil Pokemon from, I think, Gen 3 that's like a rock plant. Oh, I know what you're talking, you know talking about. about right? I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Oh, I forget its name, but Gen 3 is my favorite generation. So you, Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Well, he doesn't. <laughs> he, he's a golden god. Oh, great. He just what's, what's going on with him? He's Maxi Zeus, but gold. <laughs> He has a uh, he has a robe that it goes real high up on his thighs. Yeah. Like if he bent over, you're getting a show. He's like he's like the the uh, the Adam Warlock that you can't take home to mother. <laughs> he's wearing it looks like ballet flats. Uh huh. Stay limber. And he has a uh, red hair, mm-hmm. just like I think glamour, just like glamour. So you know maybe they're related somehow. But they're not. Oh. <laughs> Uh, this, uh, Golden God has a name, and it's Tommen Gideon. Tommen? T- Thomas, not Tommen, uh, okay. sorry. Tom- <laughs> he's he's in the game of Yeah, Thomas, he's a Lannister. But- he's a Lannister. Um, but instead of golden hair, he has golden skin. It, it was a real mess up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but his name is Thomas Gideon, and his occupation is Apprentice Dream Shaper. Oh yeah, that's a that's a tough internship to get. Yeah, it is. Uh, he was born in Rochester, New York, uh, and his parents are dead. 
like most comic book characters. Guess where his base of operations is. Well, let's see. He's born in Rochester. I want to say the blue side of the moon, but I don't think that's true. Uh, I'm going to say he is in Manhattan. No, no, the known universe. Oh, the known universe, of course. I, <laughs> yeah. I technically wasn't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. You're technically right. <laughs> First showed up as as a character in Fantastic Four number 34. That's some old January school stuff. January 1965. This is some original Stanley Jack Kirby. Yeah. But he I mean, he wasn't a big character by any means. He befriended the Fantastic Four trying to trying to save them from defeat at the hands of his wealthy father, Gregory Gideon. Okay, I have I have pulled out this issue and I am looking at it. <laughs> it says, Can you the cover has a big question mark and it says, Can you guess what makes Gideon the most powerful foe of all time? Okay, first off, <laughs> they're not talking about Doctor Doom, so they're wrong. <laughs> Uh, the issue opens with uh, the thing trying on wigs. <laughs> he first showed up uh, in uh, as Gideon in Incredible Hulk 191. I remember this issue. So he's very young when he first shows up. He's like a young boy. Yeah, and then and then he shows up as an older person in Fantastic Four 135. That I do. N- I don't have. I think that's the Roy Thomas era, which I find, like, fine. (laughs) It's fine. There's a lot of projection of his recent divorce (laughs) Yeah, in it. You could tell because all the women characters are witches and sometimes actual witches. Wait, I do have that! (laughs) Really? Yeah. Stop it! But the Essentials don't have- this is actually Jerry Conway- but the essentials don't have page numbers in the table of contents, so... <laughs> okay, so 135 has... Gideon is not on the cover. It is Dragon Man getting just blasted yes. by everybody. Oh, Gregory yeah, Gideon actually... now is like a robot man. I don't... That will, <laughs> something, yes. <laughs> uh, well, uh, his history is this uh, that I'm going to read right now he was son he was a son of the billionaire gregory gideon uh who was flying in a private jet with his father and mother when it was caught in a heat pulse and blast wave of a russian nuclear weapon test okay Um, that killed everyone but thomas and his father gregory the aforementioned most powerful foe of all yes not not Doctor Doom. It's Gregory Gideon. <laughs> yes. He shows up he shows up in everything. <laughs> well they're just like, we need a big bad guy to test the metal of our new heroes. It's not Hulk. It's not the absorbing man or other people that I can think of. <laughs> uh it's it's Gideon. And Gregory Gideon, Gregory Gideon is basically just a bald guy with a big mustache. That's like his whole design. <laughs> Well, capitalism was a big threat in the 60s, and now. That's true, that's true. He does have a long history. So more than the ten issues we saw for Glamour. Yeah, he shows up, but it's like, he's, you know, it's something. Uh, (laughs) Then Gideon spent his remaining months designing a device 
to tap the mutated genes of the Fantastic Four and reverse to somehow reverse his cellular decay. As you do. And that of a son. At the expense of Fantastic Four at the Fantastic Four's life. Um then it was thwarted when Gideon was killed by his pawn, the Dragon Man, who broke free of his control. Amidst the wreckage appeared the Shaper of Worlds, and attracted to the sight by the dreams of one of Gideon's henchmen. <laughs> Those henchmen have such lofty dreams. Well, okay, well, here's the fun thing about it. Though the henchmen's dreams proved inadequate, the Shaper took Thomas Gideon and cured him <laughs> of his fatal disease to help him obtain his true potential. That's so sad for that henchman. Not only <laughs> like, is he a henchman, but he's maybe one day he dreams of being more, and a cosmic entity comes and goes, your dreams are lame. <laughs> it's like, wow, dude, like, <laughs> aim higher, for real. He is six foot, he's, no, he's not six foot, he's five foot nine, which means he's not that much taller than me. I'm five eight and uh, a half. I'm basically whatever this guy's name was. I know it's Thomas Gideon. What was his superhero name? Uh, Glorian. Glorian, yes. I mean, you almost have the last name of Gideon. I mean, the last part of his name <laughs> yeah. of uh, Glorian. It's like Glorian. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Just like me. <laughs> whenever I'm, whenever I'm luminescent, they always call me Glorian. So uh, now I know why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his eyes are pink, and his hair is orange or red, as some people would say. And his skin, get this, is gold. Just like me, and I always wear my sexy togas. <laughs> yeah, you give people a lot of great shows when you drop drop your pins. Yeah. Uh, he possesses the strength of a man of his height, strength, and build. See, that's where we differ. I certainly do not possess the strength of a normal man my size. <laughs> Who engages in regular exercise. Oh, um, again, the bested he- again. <laughs> His his shaper enhanced form has not been endowed with any additional physical strengths. So first off, bad deal. Well, he was dying, and they made him not dying. That's cool. Iron Man was dying, and he got a red ass super suit out of oh, it. He didn't get one. He built it in a cave. Well, he built <laughs> he built it in a cave, but still, like he has some form of super strength inside of his suit. So I guess so. So you're putting it on me that I because I don't have the strength of a normal man. It must be my fault. It is your fault. I don't exercise or apply myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so get this: his only power is he can tap in and manipulate tachyons. Okay, which can move no slower than the speed of light, and he can make rainbow bridges. That's, That's his power. It? Yeah, once he's when he's on that when he's on the rainbow bridges, he can go the speed of light. So he takes hyper fast particles and he makes them into conveyor belts. That's his power. He has conveyor belt power. It's light speed conveyor belt. That's that's pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> like it's not bad. So this guy can make conveyor belts that go super fast, and he still exercises more than me? That's a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> well, I mean, he probably, he probably you know, gets a little tired and stuff sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I guess, from all that average labor he does. Wait, wait, there's... Wait, there's more? What more could there be? What more there could there be? Okay, well, he doesn't have this yet. But the but the shaper 
can restructure finite pockets of reality by mentally manipulating the cosmic energies that bind the atoms together along probability lines. So he he can rewrite reality. He can't do that yet. But eventually he will. Eventually he can. Just like me, doesn't live up to his full potential. (laughs) Well, eventually he does get a little bit better. He shows up in, like, that new Silver Surfer comic. Oh, the Dance Lot Mike Allred one? Yes. Um, okay. He's in six issues of that. He doesn't look the same. I re- kind of remember this now. He was in Generation X for one issue. Okay. I do love Generation X. Um, He was in Annihilation. Okay. For one issue. So, okay, when I said he traveled with Drax, he's in Annihilation. That's something. That's close. <laughs> That's something. I might have said the 70s when Annihilation was, what, 2005? No, he was in one issue of Annihilation Book 3 as well. Okay. But he's actually not in that many issues. It's just the Hulk has a lot of reprints. Oh. Because he's in 10 issues of uh, The Incredible Hulk. But those are all reprints? No, no, okay, no, 10 of them. Oh, okay. He he was in. He was in six issues of The Silver Surfer, uh, four issues of Fantastic Four, Reprint, 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 reprint. Generation X. Avatar, the Covenant of the Shield? What is what that? What is that? <laughs> it's Avatars with the Earth with a U. Earth. <laughs> <laughs> it's the alternate Earth created by Shaper of Worlds with Eternity Infinity. The Living Tribunal. Okay. Uatu the, Uatu the Watcher. Overseeing. It was released in 2000 for three issues. Okay. So the wisest beings in the entire universe and the best thing they could come up with for alternate Earth was Earth with a U. <laughs> I have a question for you. Okay. And this is just a failing in my part. Who is Infinity? I was hoping you didn't ask me because I didn't know that was a person. Because, <laughs> like, I know Eternity. Yeah. And I know the Living Tribunal. Yeah. But who is Infinity? He's related to Eternity and Galactus and Death. He's like one of those high concept. Oh, she looks it's a her. weird. Okay, she showed up in uh, Jonathan Hickman's New Avengers. Of course. Who didn't show up in that? <laughs> yeah. History of character is unknown. She's been in 28 appearances, so I don't think she's quite at the level of Galactus. Yeah, but that's a thing that I might end up looking at. Well, in you're the getting future, close. She in, uh, she's in the official handbook of the Marvel Universe. So you're getting close. I'll be getting... Is she in this one? She's not in this one. <laughs> so Dodge that one. So then she doesn't matter and we'll move past it. <laughs> yep, we're moving past it. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so wait, let's let's do, look into more of... uh. Let's read the... Okay, there's nothing about it. <laughs> um, but it looks like they're trying to do like a sword and sorcery thing with like the Marvel Universe. I mean, it has people like the Black Knight, Doctor Strange, Glorian, Hulk, Jim Hammond, Living Tribunal. You know, people like that. People like that. <laughs> Captain America's in it. Yeah, he's definitely one of those abstract concepts. Yeah, it looks like they're just doing the sword and sorcery thing, like they like the sixteen oh two, okay, alternate universe That's type cool. thing, where Cap is like the centerpiece. 
even though it probably would be more interesting if they had someone else. Oh, here's here's a few more things about it. Uh, Captain Avalon is the counterpart part to Captain America. Okay. But it's more reminiscent of Captain Britain. So this is coming out, like, soon? No, no, no. This is 2000. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, and it has some 90s ass Oh, art. is this from Earth with a U? Earth with a okay, U, Okay, so yeah. these are the characters on Earth. Yeah. Lady of the Lake is Roma-like. Yeah, so these are all, like, King Arthur characters. Yeah. Uh, oh, Deathlight is a combination of Blackout and Living Laser. Everyone's favorites, the Living Laser. I have a soft spot for Living <laughs> Laser, but, you know, that that's me. Deathlight looks like Silver Samurai, so okay. that's a thing. Moon Dragon is like Moonstone. Well, Moon Dragon, I know. Spider-Man and his foes were redesigned to be magical creatures. This seems like a lot of characters for three issues. Yeah, Thor was described as a mighty destroyer who was actually destroy. So, okay. And Widow of the Web is Madam Web. Oh, I would have thought Black Widow, but I guess Madam Web is more important. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what this is. Uh, obviously, it probably didn't. Didn't reshape the Marvel Universe as you know it. <laughs> Even though, like, 1602 was pretty rad, but that's also had Neil Gaiman yeah, writing. Yeah, who wrote this one? Uh, who wrote it? Let me see. Ivan Velez Jr. No, sorry, he was... And Lenz Kaminsky. The artist was Jimmy Genez. Those are A-list talent that I followed their work forever. <laughs> so Oscar Genez has done about a hundred issues of stuff. Okay. Oh, he did Cross, so no, he sucks. <laughs> I hate that. That's such a bad... Mm. <laughs> Garth Ennis. You should probably. That's a Garth Ennis book. Oh, God, I hate him. <laughs> he also did. Okay, I don't like him anymore. I'll get. I'll get to that in a little bit <laughs> when we do the plugs. <laughs> so, are you okay? Do you need to leave behind Glorian? <laughs> wait, wait, no, wait. There's one more. We're going to talk about one more person. Ivan Velez Jr. Okay, the writer. Um, he's done, he's done 111 issues. Oh, he's done some Static. Okay. Which I'm a fan of. Done some Ghost Rider. Blood Syndicate, which is a DC book. Looks real 90s. Another DC book called My Name is Holocaust. God damn it, 90s comics. <laughs> oh, Extreme Justice Strike Back. Extreme Justice I I'm familiar with. Eradicator. Okay. Abominations. So he likes powerful verbs. Well, he also wrote something called gay comics. Just just gay comics? Yes, and it looks like it was featuring gay people. So he's getting a little bit back from that. He wrote two of those. Okay. It looks like it's like underground comic stuff. Yeah. Which that's eh sometimes. Um, oh, Over the Edge, which is a Daredevil thing. That sounds familiar. Oh, Marvel Edge. Jeez. <laughs> he wrote, like, Scooby-Doo stuff. <laughs> and he wrote some Venom stuff. Okay, so he sounds like, for the most part, pretty edgy. 
He sounds no, he sounds like nineties edgy, not like two thousands edgy, Garth Ennis edgy. Uh I'm angry. Like I'm so angry now. I think it's I think it's time to end before you kill me. <laughs> it's time to end this. I hate you now for breaking me down this <laughs> this road. So in that vein, the thing that I want to mention for my podcast, I mentioned the last time, but for divisive issues, we're about to start Edgelord August, which we do. Oh my god! Yeah, which we do every year now. It's only our second August, and last time we jokingly referred to it as Edgelord August, where we're going to take really edgy books, and we have lots of edgy books in our catalog already. Like we've done Garth Ennis's The Boys, we've done cool. a bunch of Mark Millar books that are just so edgy. And oh, did you do the unfunnies? Because that's yes, so we edgy. did, and it's the worst book I've ever read. It's one of the worst. I don't know. Have you read Crossed yet? It's really we bad. haven't read Crossed yet, and we do need one more book for Edgelord August this year. Maybe it'll be crossed. do Crossed. I know it's come up in suggestions before, but I think we're starting it with Old Man Logan, which is less hated than the rest of them. But we'll see. <laughs> and we also, uh, you can also find me at Oops I Talk Politics talking about how terrible the world is and also at we'll get it right next year talking about how great what we think the movie we bought a zoo is and from all i know it's real great. yeah from all i know it sounds insane <laughs> there's our uh at the time of recording our newest episode has two twins getting reincarnated throughout time <laughs> Yeah, uh, my name is jesse cooper i have a podcast called random sampling which is a podcast where me and my lovely podcast cohort carrie nelson talk about stuff that pops up on wikipedias uh i also have a podcast called turn to page where me and two guests read children venture books and we adventure and junk i'll also have a podcast out at some point in the future maybe it'll be out by now called i believe i can cast which is uh a space jam podcast where we talk about Space Jam through the lenses of different topics until we can't anymore. <laughs> I'm interested um, to see how long that goes for. <laughs> oh, I have at least I have at least thirteen episode ideas. Okay, at this moment, so maybe more depending on what the guests and everything come up with. Uh oh, there's my cat. Look, here he is. He just took a nap. <laughs> he just woke up. Okay. Uh if you'd like to support the show, you can rate, review, subscribe on your podcast of choice. You can also give me some money on the, on Patreon, which, uh, if you donate for a dollar, you can get, uh, bonus episodes from all the shows, basically. Um, not one a month, not, you know, a three or four a month, but we'll do, you know, bonus episodes and everything. And for at least a couple of months, I'm going to be doing, bonus episodes for alphabet flight so if you'd like to listen to me talking about the death throwers or circus of crime or atlanteans who i find historically very boring and don't like that much uh you can listen to that it's really selling these episodes hard <laughs> well you know I, I i don't know how i'm gonna be by myself yet so it's gonna be a test guys well they won't know until <laughs> they, you already have their money so tell them it's great <laughs> oh no it's great guys it's gonna be real great uh yeah, you can also talk to me on Curacast Podcast Emporium, where or Alpha Flight Pod at Alpha Flight Pod on Twitter. This has been 
alphabet flight and may Conchu protect you through all of your night travels. Good night.